Welcome to Tales of the Andes. Hello everyone and welcome to Tales of the Andes, a kind of spin-off show of A History of the Inca. I am of course your host, Nick Mashinsky. So what is Tales of the Andes? Well, it is a combination of many things. One thing I used to enjoy doing is writing short stories or poems. Nowadays, with a job, child, and podcast, I don't have a lot of time to do any creative writing. Don't get me wrong, this show has allowed me to be creative in a different way. But when dealing with historical facts, there is a limit as to what one can do with that. So Tales of the Andes is a kind of outlet for me to get some stories out there to all of you. As the name suggests, Tales of the Andes focuses on stories from, well, the Andes. These are fictional pieces, however the stories will be based on actual events, places, ceremonies, and people. A few words on this. The stories will be in English, but will use Quechua and Ayamara terms at times. Details of certain events, of course, don't exist for us in the histories, so I've had to do my best at filling in some of those details. This allows me to do a little creative writing and sound editing, which is a nice change of pace. As these stories will deal with the Andes, you will see a lot of things that will be familiar from the regular podcast or at least related to topics that we will have or will discuss. However, after these stories, I will be doing a short explanation of how the story ties into the show or what the inspiration was behind that story. This first story is available to all. However, as a part of my effort to offer more content on Patreon, Tales of the Andes will be available to patrons at the $4 level. And the levels have changed a little bit. At our new $1 level, a patron can get their name listed on our website. Our $2 level is our original shout-out on the show, and of course, name on the website. We just introduced our $4 level tier, and I won't be able to put out shows every month with our regular podcast happening, but remember, that level will also include all of the perks from the first two, a shout-out on the show and name on the website. And there may be some merchandise coming to patrons as well. Would you like a mug with a History of the Inca logo? What about a print of Machu Picchu taken by yours truly? If so, great. That's something I'm still working out the details on at this point, but I hope to make it happen soon. Maybe you've been thinking about contributing to the show, and the $1 level sounds just right. Well, excellent, and thank you. But maybe you want to be immersed in a tale about a Caraca journeying to the Inca court, or the Sapa Inca out on campaign. If that is the case, then the $4 tier is for you, and thank you very much as well. Of course, no matter the level, all the money goes right back into the show, reading material, article access, and website upgrades. I've got some awesome things I'd like to do with the show, and your support will help make that happen. Now then, on to our first tale of the Andes. I've always described how difficult life in the Andes could be, and I've tried to capture this in this first story, so please be advised. 
I will tell you that this was a fun and yet challenging experience. Fun because I enjoyed bringing the story to life with sound, something before podcasting I've never really done before. Challenging because, well, you'll see in a moment. The Sacrifice remember what the sun looks like. Nobody does. The rain has come down from above for many days. So many. I've lost count. It did stop once. Just long enough for the city to take a breath before being plunged into the waters once again. The crops failed some time ago, flooded and washed away, like so many lives. The rivers, overflowing their banks, had swept away many. Entire villages have vanished. Once we heard the rumble, different than that of the thunder from the sky. Yet it came from above and in the distance. The mountain shed its face and came crashing down onto the village below. There were no survivors. The priests determined from their talks to the ancestors in Wakas that extreme measures must be taken to appease the gods. Young llamas were brought forth from the vast herds owned by the Sinchi to be sacrificed. Of course, they weren't the only things to be sacrificed today. I was chosen to conduct the sacrifices because I'm the bravest of the warriors in the Sinchi's guard. I'm built like the mountains that rise in the distance, and I've taken many lives in my years. They knew I wouldn't flinch at the task laid before me. It is an honor to be chosen, really, though I'm not doing it for the honor. Here they come, two priestesses assigned to assist me for carrying out the sacrifices. Their features, normally soft and beautiful, are now soaked and already beginning to harden with the task at hand. Between them, a young woman, her tears mixing with the rain. In her arms, a young child, drunk on chicha. The woman clings to her child as one of the priestesses attempts to pry it from her arms, but she refuses to let go. The crowd that has gathered to witness the sacrifices look on, quietly. I wonder who they are silently rooting for. But it doesn't matter. My senshi sits in his litter, overlooking the ritual, and orders two of his guards to retrieve the child. I grasp my large cup of chicha myself as the guards take the child away from its mother. Mm, that's strong, but it will take more than one to bring me down. Unlike the little girl now before me, the chicha has made her not only a bit drunk, but sleepy. Turning back to my senshi, I meet his eyes. 
Are you sure you want to do this? My gaze asks him. A short nod is the reply. I turn back to the little girl, who's still sleeping, and raise my toomey. Life leaves her instantly as the rain washes her blood away and towards the crowd. The two priestesses take her body away and give it to the man charged with burying her and the young llama together. I peel my eyes away from the scene and to the next sacrifice, another young llama, white and acting as stubborn as its parents. Nothing is going to be easy today. The beast lays down unwillingly onto the woven mat before me. My assistant's holding its neck out. Its fur becomes stained a reddish pink as a guard comes to haul away the lifeless carcass. I turn to see the next victim. Its mother is silent. In fact, almost calm in a way that makes me uneasy. Instead of crying like the previous one, she gently caresses the child, nuzzling it one last time before softly handing it over to the priestess. Then she quietly turns and walks away into the downpour. He looks like my son. Not only the hair, but also the eyes and nose as well. This one doesn't have the same cheeks though. A little chubbier than my son, who I know is safe and warm with his mother on this awful day. I still remember the embrace that he gave me when I left him only a few hours ago. Get on with it, calls out my sinchi. I shake the thought of my son from my head. I can't think of him right now. Though will be another time, yes, but not right now. Fortunately, this boy hasn't made a sound. He won't feel a thing. The blood mixes with the llamas and the muck running here and there before running towards the crowd that has continued to grow, mingling with their feet. I reach for more chicha. And so it continues. First a young llama, then a young child. The llamas always cry out. It is different with the children. Some cry, some are silent. It varies with the parents as well. Sometimes they protest, other times they willingly obey. No matter what, they all relinquish what they most hold dear, and none dare to watch. How much time has passed? How many have I taken? Dozens? Hundreds? The ladder feels right. My muscles begin twitching and I feel more exhausted than I have ever felt during a battle. I should be drunk by now given the amount of cups I've had. It must be the weight of this task as it's keeping my mind right here in front of me. On this mat. On this sacrifice. On this dagger. Even the rain can't wash away the blood now. The mat which was of many colors, is now completely red. The clay ground stained with red, like my hands, like the feet of the crowd that looks on. The final llama is brought forth. Despite its coat 
It shivers in the downpour. Yet I see steam rise off my arms as I continue with this burdensome task. Now for the final sacrifice. The mother doesn't even shed a tear as she hands the child off to the priestess. May you save us, my child, she calls out and turns away. The priestess lays the child before me and lifts his shirt. I don't even have time to look. I don't want to. I want this to be over. I need this to be over. How are you? I hear a familiar voice ask behind me. I open my eyes and I see an empty mat, the body already taken away, and beads of rain dropping from my hair. I feel numb, turning to my cinchy, still sitting in his litter. Not quite yet, he responds as he motions to three priests, who hand me and the two priestesses each another large cup of chicha. I gulp the corn drink down in seconds, but my two assistants take a few moments longer. Our cups empty, the priests reclaim them, and we go forth. Myself and my assistants, my sinchi and his guards, the crowd, and the rain. He just turned one, my son. He's learned how to walk, and he's been a handful to keep up with. When he laughs, I can't help but laugh with him, which of course only makes him laugh more. Our dogs love him, despite how he pulls on their tails and chases them around with sticks. He'll be talking soon. I wish I was with him now. My wife, the most beautiful woman in the valley, wants several more. I want more too. But that's not possible now. We come to a stop when we see them. Three deep holes. One large, flanked by two smaller ones. At least he'll be able to say his first words to his mother. At least he will be saved by what happened here today. At least it is me, and not him. I watch as the two priestesses fall lifelessly into their graves. I fall onto a knee, but it will take more than one to bring me down. As a father to a now 15-month-old, that was an incredibly difficult story to write. But I didn't have to live it. However, there were those that did. That story was inspired by a National Geographic article, An Unthinkable Sacrifice, which covers the site of Juan Quito Las Lamas in Pampa La Cruz, which is on the northern coast of modern-day Peru. Here, archaeologist Gabriel Prito uncovered some 269 children that had been sacrificed along with many young llama.
These children show signs of having been stabbed in the heart, and at the site, a tumi, or knife, was found with a rattle on it. The leading theory is that El Nino caused heavy rain events that plagued this area. The nobles or elites may have requested or ordered such an extreme sacrifice to appease the gods and to end the deluge. And their own young were not spared either. Several children wore special headdresses, suggesting that they came from elite families, though that cannot be confirmed. What was confirmed is that the children, ages 5 to 14, came from all over the area, not just a single city. And what they were truly sacrificing was not just their children, but their future as a people. The ending of our story also reflected what may have taken place at Juan Chanquito, Las Lamas, and Pampa La Cruz. Three adult bodies were found in graves nearby. Two were women. The third, a large man believed to have been the executioner. All three suffered blows to the back of the head. Analysis of the site has placed the sacrifices of having taken place between 1400 and 1450, which places it within the context of a people we have yet to cover, the Chimu. The Chimu were a powerful group that inhabited the same valleys that the Moche had inhabited centuries earlier. They also suffered the same climactic forces as the Moche, namely the harsh rains that can come during El Nino. And given the dates that the sacrifice takes place, the Chimu were also dealing with another force, the seemingly invincible Inca, led by Tupac Inca Yupanqui. I hope you all enjoyed that story. Already on Patreon, there are two more stories for those that decide to support the show at the $4 level. And if you want to support the show at any other level, thank you. That is all from me for a little while. I will see you all in August. Oh, 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 oh